0: Hey folks, it's John from A's for Alcoholic again. I wanted to do something a little bit different today. And I wanted to introduce you to another one of our podcasts. It's called Rashida and John. I'm John. My girlfriend is Rashida. And we talk about wellness and health in what we eat and how we exercise, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, all of those things. And it started off as a... Uh, like a weight loss kind of thing you know and we we were talking about before and after pictures and how you never hear about the during and that was what sparked this whole thing that's what inspired this whole thing was to talk about that middle in between phase where you're 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 on your journey you're on your path you're in the middle of it all and so that's what we started with um please subscribe if you like what you hear Please check us out uh, on Instagram, at Rashida and John, and I hope you enjoy this podcast, Rashida and John, The During Picture.
1: It's the Rashida and John podcast.
0: today to talk about this process that we're both in this what did we say this journey that we're both on being in the middle
1: yeah the during picture
0: the during picture
1: because there's no we often see in health and weight loss propaganda and Yeah, that's, I mean, that was the first, my first experience of it as propaganda as a child was before and after pictures where it was very dramatic. I think of Oprah was probably Mm -hmm. one of the first people who I saw make a huge bodily shift. And for me, that was always a draw, you know, like, oh, wow, I want to look like this after picture. And yet here I am at about four and a half years of conscious, conscious, the most awake weight loss process I've ever been in and I've talked about my talked about this with my therapist like there is no during picture no one ever talks about what it's like during all this health change
0: yeah um yeah I'm being in the middle of it and wondering Mm. you know how do you how do you how do you get to the after?
1: Right. Or, Where does
0: all that and so nobody it's 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 sometimes it's three hundred and sixty five days or it's seven hundred days or it's however many days it takes you to get there. And well, so the every single day process
1: Right. And well there is there an after? I think that's I think that's a misnomer? Misnomer, technically. I mean, your health isn't stopping. No. But a weight loss might have. I guess the weight loss might stop. But that whole concept. I mean, that's another thing we're we're talking about is like. Well, for me, my big question is why did I gain weight in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to answer that question. Uh, what What is your answer to that question? Do you know why you gained weight?
0: Why Why did I gain weight? Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think as a child,
1: hmm.
0: we are, um, as a child, I was, you know, drawn to food as something that's comforting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, whether it was candy or mm-hmm. potato yeah, chips. Yeah, you weren't drawn to broccoli? I wasn't drawn to broccoli. <laughs> not like I am today. Yeah. It was, But that took 40-some years to get drawn to broccoli. Yeah. That's a good name for an episode. <laughs> um, so I think that's where it starts. And then not... So Having you, to deal with serious emotional mm. trauma and serious emotional issues at such a young age when you don't have the tools yeah. to do that. Yeah. So what are your coping mechanisms at five or yeah. seven or you know 12? There's not many. You can mm. read books or listen to music or uh, nobody... Develop nobody
1: multiple personalities. Mo- develop Jesus. multiple
0: personalities, but oftentimes yeah. I feel like... Food is is always there and mm-hmm. it's readily accessible more and more and more. So just give me the food that makes me happy in the moment and yeah. you don't really think about it. And I was never an athletic kid. Hmm. Um my dad I wanted to go I wanted to play football in high school.
1: Why did you did you?
0: No, my father wouldn't let me. Um Why? They, because you had to sign certain like insurance waivers. If anything happens to your child, you will not hold the school responsible.
1: <laughs> okay, I mean that And my
0: dad was like, I'm not signing that shit. We don't have insurance. If something happens to you, I have no way of, of paying for any Jeez. broken bones or anything. Oh my
1: God. Well, so. See, general hospitals, that you, don't they help kids out? If I people- don't think
0: so. I think they want your insurance card before they're gonna help okay. you or you just going to sit in the lobby. <laughs> so I just I So, you didn't so I was get not an I was not athletic. I mean there was a little bit of basketball and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I very much did not enjoy sports. Not
1: active. I was not
0: active. active. I tried to be as inactive as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and you know, yeah. as a kid, you, you can usually get away with that for a little while. Yeah. Usually. Yeah, usually. But um do
1: you remember what what weight you were? No, Everything?
0: I couldn't even tell you. I mean, I, I They're, no, I don't know. I don't know how, how I was, I seemed average now looking back. Right. So I don't think that I was like obese or anything like that growing up, but I always felt kind of overweight.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it.
0: Um. So I think that for me, food became the thing, which later then it became, you know, drugs and alcohol, mostly mainly alcohol. Uh, as, coping mechanism. as a coping mechanism for any suffering I was going through, and although the food <laughs> is tasty on the taste buds, right, there's a lot of suffering that comes with eating too much.
1: And overeating was an issue too. Or?
0: I mean, it had. I mean, I didn't get fat by <laughs> 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 listen. My, you know,
1: I just, asking.
0: I, I didn't really care about serving. Sizes, Got you know.
1: It. Okay, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm gonna answer the question too. So, yes. and it's making me think of like, oh, so what was the question I asked you? How, why, why did you get gain you know, weight? And, and I, I, based that question on like something my aunt always says, you know, don't ask why something happened, but how did how did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, what uh, and kind of the what was the during picture of that of becoming overweight? My God, I hadn't even thought about it like that. You know, so for me, there are similarities as you. um, Using food as coping for emotional uh, traumatic events in the family and in my life. And um, putting on physical overweight as a form of protection almost from... You said this before. Yeah, uh, from my own feelings. Thank you, that's nice. (laughs) he hit, he hit my leg and then he petted it and made sure that I was okay. (laughs) And that's nice. Um, so, and that was, you know, probably around four or five is when I can remember where, and then I'm asking you about portion sizes and overeating because I had a brother who has now uh, passed away, but, um, it was a big deal for me to eat as much as he ate and he was four years older. Uh. So I wasn't conscious of necessarily portion sizes, but I I definitely knew that, well, he had four pieces of chicken, I should have four pieces of chicken. <laughs> you know, and so if I'm seven and he's 11, um, just having that habit from that, that young of an age, and then, kind of competing with him for food and it, it just was so incredibly unhealthy across the board <laughs> so yeah
0: um. I think there might have been some of that for me as a mm. as a kid I think it came from it stemmed from my father um, you know he was uh, as, as a younger man you know he played basketball mm. Um, he felt, he played, you know, racquetball, um, as people in the 80s did. <laughs> yes, yes, I don't hear did. a lot of, about no. anymore. I don't often hear I about, lie. I don't hear about squash <laughs> matches too much anymore. I don't know what squash is. It's like racquetball, Bad, right? Badminton.
1: Mm-hmm. Minton. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. Um, that's the, you know, what they call that thing that you hit? The birdie. The, the, it's called the shuttlecock.
1: Shuttlecock. Okay. Um, Great. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying? I
0: was just saying is that my father, I think in a lot of ways, Although he wouldn't let me go out for football was very much, you know, never always thought that me and my brother and I should be more active. And I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed, again, reading and listening to music and doing, you know, drawing and stuff like that. And so I wasn't and I don't even know why the hell maybe why did I want to go out for football? Maybe I thought Mm. was there some Mm. sort of. Um, yeah. was there some, was I seeking approval from him or from other kids? Probably. Weren't we all? Sure. But I think that there was a lot of that you're overweight kind of thing was, wh- what was directed or came from him. Yeah. So we were always, you know, he was always like, you gotta have to eat a salad. That was always part of dinner. But <laughs>
1: was salad covered in was dra- ranch. Yes. Ranch <laughs> or Thousand
0: Island or whatever. I think ranch was, was probably, blue cheese, blue yeah. cheese is good. Sometimes you get fancy with the, get a little French in there or something like that. No,
1: no, not not from craft. No, I don't think so. Um, At the buffet.
0: So it wasn't always with my father, but I certainly found ways of getting around that. Like going, if you, I had any little money, it was like go to the Seven Eleven. Oh, do you remember wow. when? Do you remember when Seven Eleven had those like shelves of all the little candies you could get? Yes. They yes. don't have that anymore.
1: Oh, the like the not your major like M and M's and stuff, but you're talking about the cheapy,
0: just the little things, the and you could like guys. you could go in as a kid and you could get yeah. this for a dime. And they were actually and on the for, lower shelves yes. to make it easier for us mm-hmm, to get for kids. <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't as much more theft. That's true.
1: Although, I'm sure there was plenty. <laughs>
0: well, what we used to do is we'd get yeah. the big gulp and you'd fill it up about halfway with like soda or whatever. Oh right, and then you would just put handfuls of candy into Jesus the cup, Christ. right? Cause they're all wrapped. So it's not going to get bad. And then you just be like, yes, here's my 99 cent soda. <laughs> and it was filled with fucking, sometimes you put a, you put a whole Snickers bar in there. Wow. So now Surprime. you're compounding the, not only the sneaking out and eating sugar, but yes. theft.
1: Theft. And then probably some psychological th- impact of shame. For having stolen,
0: yes, right. You're not it really wasn't.
1: proud of that, no. And then you're certainly not. I mean, so I'll speak from my experience of secretly eating food, mm-hmm. having that as a coping mechanism, where I'm, I'm gonna go to a Seven Eleven and I'll buy whatever I want because it's a Seven Eleven, and they don't really know me there, and nobody <laughs> cares. And then I'm gonna take it and eat it like secretly before I go out to dinner with friends or before I go out to see people. Because I want to do all that eating in secret, (laughs) because it's the shame shit eating.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's. I think it's in doing it in secret. I think maybe also as a kid, you don't have a lot of um, agency in your own life. Yeah. So it's like this thing that I can take to my room that I can eat on my terms. I don't have to be there for dinner time. You know, I don't have to finish my plate, (laughs) and then that's it. And so I think that's because I remember, like, I would throw stuff in my drawer and stuff like that
1: secret food mm-hmm. and
0: then later come to find out my dad was addicted to candy too like he used to wow. have stuff in his little side drawer that's where he had smarties and that was his favorite do wow. you remember smarties i love sh- smarties yeah well smarties oh no, no. Mm.
1: i can't anymore but um, <laughs> that's another episode um i choose not to not so much smarties but um sweet tarts sweet tarts
0: yes they were swim- sw- so swimmer. Swim alert. So I think that that was part of the during getting overweight.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, you know, drinking once I got old enough to drink, eating to excess was fine because that was just part of it. Huh. Like you could go, you would go hours and drink all, all the time and drink all night. And then what do you do at the end of the night? What's open? Well, you get in a cab and yeah. you drive through Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. And you order as much shit as you, you can, can and you bring it home and you just... <laughs> I mean, I can't even, it just, it grosses me out to think about the scene. Yeah. I'm just sitting there at three in the morning. Three
1: in the morning, and then trying to, there was no digestion time. You just pass out, I would imagine. I mean, for me, it was back to portion size as I, in my late 20s and into my 30s, early 30s, coping through depression with like whole large pizzas at 3 a.m., Four AM, five AM. Jesus Christ. I mean, just extra cheese, mushroom, pep having it, you know, that I, I don't I don't even know why what happened that one slice or two slices or three slices was not enough. But I guess because on some level it was never about the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is my drug, this is my Way to feel better, so might as well eat the whole thing. Even though I, by the by, the last I can remember, by the last two slices in particular, I'd be like, you know, <laughs> like the the almost burpee kind yes. of. That's enough, but I can't stop now. There's only two slices left, and they won't be as good as when I heat them up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I might as well just. The justification is so outrageous. Outrageous and.
0: I think so too. Now. Yeah, you know, the 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 pleasure centers in the brain—they mm. are not for food. We're not and doctors, for me. by the way. We're not <laughs> doctors. No, I, I think I would just like to say that everybody. I suggest that everybody do their own homework on these things. Ab- this is so this personal. This is just my yeah. own experience. I mean, I think that it's important to find things that you can relate to. And, Absolutely. Um, and I think people can relate to this. I, I think hope so. they can. Yeah. Um, but the pleasure centers of my brain yes. are not attached to how full I get. They're right. attached to my taste buds. So right. it, that's why I want to eat all that pizza is because even if I'm full or ice cream, it's like <laughs> it the excitement and the pleasure and the the joy or supposed bliss. And I guess bliss is a better word because bliss is like... Because it is, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. Joy can is sustainable, prolonged. can be prolonged. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what would happen is I would be done with the pizza or the ice cream or whatever. Yeah. And I'd go, well, I need that feeling again. I didn't right. care about whether or not I was full. It wasn't about fueling up for whatever I was doing. Oh,
1: okay, It wasn't yeah.
0: about fuel for the engine. It was about, you know, just, it was just about getting that sensation again. And the yeah. only way I got that was through the taste buds and the eating.
1: Yeah.
0: Whether it was cheese or chocolate or whatever. So wow. Until, you know, and I ballooned up to almost 300 pounds at like, I don't know, 99 or 2000. and.
1: So how old were you then? 20,
0: 23, something oh, wow. like that.
1: That's when I was at my, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. 3, 326. Mm-hmm. at 23 or 20, yeah. 22 or 23 because I moved here at 23 and I had lost weight some weight before I moved here. so yeah, interesting. Um, but back to the inactivity piece as well as how how did I gain weight and how did that happen I always because I started gaining weight, I feel like at such a young age, I never wanted to be too active. I didn't want to sweat in front of people Mm. i didn't want to be huffing and puffing (laughs) so uh and i learned early on i mean this is so we'll probably explore this a lot hopefully in all the aspects of health but mental health and emotional health wise i was like listen people like me because i'm funny and pretty Mm -hmm. i a pretty face and they like me and I and I knew that that was the most important thing at that at, as a kid. That's what I thought was the most important thing, was to make sure that people liked me and to make sure my family liked me, right? And not that I liked me, because I actually didn't. <clears throat> you know, really, mm-hmm. really, really, I didn't know. I, and I certainly didn't, I really didn't like my body. So because I didn't like my body, I, I didn't try to take care of it too much. My, me and my mom did some crash diets a couple of times because she felt, I think, massive guilt about having clinically obese kids. And so we did like the grapefruit diet where you'd have the grapefruit for breakfast and, and a Diet Coke and <laughs> black coffee. I'm mm-hmm. like 14, drinking black coffee. I don't even mm-hmm. like coffee and, a, and an egg and just starving. And it was just so crazy unhealthy and, and then, and completely, almost completely inactive. Like, I think we had, you know, we had PE at school, but no one would ever pick me for teams. And so there was this like psychological uh, Mm -hmm. shame around that, you know, just like, I'm not, I I certainly can't, I can't be active. It's not going to work out. And then a, a fear, I thought about this the other day. I'm like, I'm surprised I even got on roller coasters and loved them as much as I did because I was always afraid I wouldn't fucking fit in the little roller coaster car, you know? And having probably a form of body dysmorphia of like that I was bigger than I even was. Yeah. But I definitely had that experience and in, in flying on planes and getting extenders and I was bigger than now and... Um, and has had so much discomfort with it, yet the food brought me so much comfort. I don't, I couldn't, that couldn't outweigh the discomfort.
0: The discomfort was still manageable. Right. And this is a, this is a word that comes to me very well in, <laughs> from in recovering a, from, you know, mm-hmm. alcoholism mm-hmm. A, in, in AA, we talk about manageability. And I think that that mm-hmm. goes to, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. goes to everything. So you were, you were still able to manage it because it was fine. You got what you needed or wanted yeah. and you could manage the rest, the pain. I mean, I just remember stuff like <laughs> the physical things of being too big and like, we used to call it the grundle rub because you would like, <laughs> you already see, you know, I don't need to tell you where it's at, but I can, it's up in the, you know, mm. the lower nether regions hey, and just like uh, when you're big and okay, sweaty and the okay. thighs and like, yeah. it just gets that grundle rub and it's oh, chafy and red oh, and like, it would get to the point where it would like, okay. Well, I'm just. I yeah, think yeah. it's important that yes. it would be, it would be rashy and it would oh, hurt and bless it would your
1: heart. it would
0: be so sore and hurt and like just chafed beyond belief. That ain't right. And no, it's mm. not right. It's <laughs> disgusting. And then you know, like, and it's just so painful. But it was like that's fine. But I'm still going to right,
1: right. I'm still continue eat this to cream. eat
0: whatever I oh want. My God, oh God. And, and you know, and just to let people know where we're at now. I mean, I didn't yeah. even really. Even right now, and we'll talk about this more, but, you know, at four years sober, I didn't even really get serious about my health until six months ago. Yeah. And even before that, I I started, like, like, I got kind of, kind of interested in being healthy like last summer but
1: right we were doing I was doing the paleo thing and you we were walking, like trying it out
0: yeah, here and there well and we did the the whole 30 thing which I thought yeah. was really successful and I really enjoyed yeah, it although you committed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we did it exactly and it gave me I that was again that was part of this process of finding myself here where I'm actually I don't really feel like I'm depriving myself you know what right, might, might right. what what might seem like a deprivation I'm like, no, man, I don't eat that anymore. Yeah. And I don't need to talk to you about it. And I don't need to justify <laughs> right, to you. And right, right, right. <clears throat> I bet it's fucking delicious and you yeah, should enjoy, enjoy
1: it. Enjoy the shit out of or it.
0: Or seeing things and being like, yeah. that looks kind of gross, dude. That's going to make you feel bad. <clears throat> You're going to feel awful You're tonight. You're
1: going to be farting, period. You know, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, like, you know, um
1: that's your I'm, business though
0: but that's so that manageability point that we're going yeah, to, that that yeah. idea of you getting to the, you know just still not worrying about extenders and being God. big and
1: or cl- buying clothes and just walking out in the world and feeling decent about myself mm-hmm. i mean talk about that's that's so it's all tied in together, right? It's all mental, it's physical, spiritual, emotional. It's all part of it, yet the physical part is such a, a direct result of growing up that way and, and finding the, the comfort in the food and being inactive. And,
0: oh. my, um, my father used to make us do sit-ups and push-ups hmm. as hmm. punishment. Because oh. he had read it somewhere or somebody had told him like, well, well your kids are being bad, then just make them do sit-ups and that way they'll be benefiting from the punishment or <laughs> on some fucked up level. And I, I still can remember <laughs> wow. the little, the way that the stairs went up where it was like three steps up this way and then you'd make a hard right and there'd be the big stairwell, uh-huh. like one of those things. And that's where we were made to do the sit-ups. It was on this weird little, like, wow, it was almost like a platform. No, it wasn't on the steps, but there was like a little square. There was like the size of a table or something. It was like you walk up a couple steps and then there'd be a space and then you would walk up the rest of the steps. And I just remember kind of it being on this like thing where he could watch us, you know, to make sure that we were doing the sit-ups he, you know, we were supposed to be doing and this whole drop and give me 20 kind of bullshit. And, (laughs) and I didn't, you know, there was, I didn't respond to it. And in fact, it made me hate. Exercise even more. Wow. I hated being active. Being active was a punishment to your body and or to wow. my body. And wow. I was not going to punish myself. I was going to rest and relax. <laughs> and I was, you know, I would save my energy. And I was not somebody who ju- I just wasn't active. Wow. And Good. I think about that now. And then, mm-hmm. like, I was up yesterday morning to go on a 4 mile right, hike
1: right right which
0: i if i didn't have to come see you if we didn't have, if we didn't have plans i would have gone probably longer, in, uh, longer. Mm-hmm. and so and it was such a joy i
1: love
0: it so i think that those things in childhood and yeah. then and we don't know we're not you know we're not psychi- psychiatrists yeah. or psychologists yes. or whatever yeah. and so you just grow up and but you don't you just this is the same habits you've been you've been Dealing with or using to cope since you were five right and so you do that for 35 years what do you what do you expect to happen well i didn't really think about it because it was just what i knew right um you know we i talked about this with with jerry and just about that there's zero growth you don't grow at all Mm. there's no there's there's no um like we were talking about growth
1: towards what you don't want
0: right well we were talking about drinking like waking up go to work Go, you know, go home, get drunk, be hungover, go to work, drunk, and so constantly this cycle, right? And so the same thing with food. You're just like, I'll eat as much as I can until. And
1: inactivity.
0: And inactivity, Mm -hmm. and then you just this cycle keeps going around and around and around, and there's no room to grow if you're not willing to do anything different than you've been doing for the last thirty-five years.
1: So yeah, totally, like being willing to look at this stuff being willing to change i mean that all came with finally getting to the place of actual discomfort with the the chafing and the you know. for Mm -hmm. me it wasn't that but i'm saying the grundle rub was like what (laughs) i was thinking of yes like finally reaching that point like this is enough this is enough and and i know better and I, it's not. It doesn't. It feels so. It feels so bad to know that I know. It's just, and I feel like we're we're at that point in society. I kind of make this joke with people when they talk about, well, what do you? What should you eat? And you know, I tell people I don't eat sugar, and they're like, well, well you could have this, right? You know, you could have this muffin, and it's just, I'm like, yeah, but you got a blueberry, or you have a blueberry muffin. And I know for me, I like simpler foods at this Mm -hmm. point. I like, what's the ingredient? What's the, you know, blueberry.
0: (laughs) You can eat a lot of blueberries too. I'm
1: sure. (laughs) It's not, and for me, it's not even about that, calorically speaking, but it's more about, I know what's in the muffin. I know the muffin most, I mean, and I can make a very simple muffin. I can make myself a gluten-free, sugar-free, yummy ass muffin. I know I can figure that out. I watch a lot of the British baking show. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But for me, I prefer the blueberry, that's simpler. And if I was gonna get a muffin that was like at Starbucks or something, I know it's got ingredients that I don't know what the hell they are. And I feel like the the person who's like, well, can't you just have some? You know, I'm like, no, I can't. Because I know it also has, uh, the other thing that made me think about <laughs> you drinking the Slurpees or whatever, drink yeah. the Big Gulp, and the goddamn Snickers, the the amount of high fructose corn syrup we Best. ingested as mm. children, it's unreal. And the Slurpee,
0: Slurpee cups are see-through, you couldn't use though. Oh right, but. that's
1: right, that's right, that's right. I remember.
0: Unreal, yes, very unreal.
1: And to be at no sugar at all now, it's like, well how did that, how did we get, how did I get there? How did I get to sugar all the time? To no sugar at all. Now that's part of my during process that I love to look about, look at, and mm-hmm. think about, <laughs> and look about, and understand. And then your process is so different from me. Yes, and it has obviously similarities too. So yes,
0: I mean, um, mine. It's just funny when you know you say, "Well, can I just have a? Can't you just have a little bit?" Mm-hmm. And it's not like I can wake up one day. <laughs> you know, again. I drank for like 20 plus years. Wow. Um, uh, The last, gosh, I don't know. I mean, most of it was probably alcoholically. You know, that's that's a word that, you know, that was...
1: Oh, you mean behaviorally speaking? Behaviorally speaking. Well,
0: actually, I think it was pretty much from the get-go. I don't think there was a period where I was kind of like sipping, having drinks. No. No. As soon as we could figure out a way to get it, we got it, and we got a lot of it. Um, So if you were to be like, couldn't you just have a white wine spritzer or something? (laughs) And I'd be like, no, (laughs) Why would I do that? And there was this, no. There was this guy on... um, if anybody's interested in in alcohol recovery, yeah. there's a podcast. I suggest you listen to the Rich Roll podcast. And it's uh, an episode where it's called Chris Davis Should Be Dead. Mm. And this guy is great. It's probably the only podcast I've listened to twice. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. I listened to a lot of podcasts, but that yeah. episode twice. And he says something, you know, somebody was asking him about whether or not he wanted to drink. Yeah. And he said, no, man, I can't do that. And he's like, or I'm never drinking again. I think oh, is what wow. he said, and the guy said, "Isn't that a little dramatic?" dramatic and he's like, <laughs> "He's like, you want to see dramatic? Ooh, Take ciao. me out drinking. I'll show you dramatic." Yeah. So that kind of that was the one that hit home when it's like, "No, I just don't do that anymore." And yeah. um, and so you know that's part of my my during picture yeah. is is figuring out how not only not to drink, but it was about liking myself. Hmm. Enough to not drink. Because when you yeah. hate yourself...
1: You can hurt yourself. You
0: can hurt yourself. When it's you, something you hate, you're, it's easier to hurt. At the, extent, or to the At the expense of a little bit of pleasure that's fleeting.
1: I know. I, it's, it's really powerful to, to be in relationship with you and to look at you, talk about you that way. I mean, that's unreal to me that you would find it acceptable at this point, and the fact that we came together once it was literally August, September, October, two and a half months after you made the decision to no longer hate yourself to that depth. Well, I I'm mean, not saying you're the you're super, you know.
0: I made the decision to not drink anymore. I think that I mean, and even at that point, there was still sure self-loathing. Sure, there was still But you're right. Yeah, that make that decision because I was I didn't care about my health at that point no. necessarily i didn't i I didn't
1: you cared about your life
0: i cared about my life and yeah. so i was like i'm gonna save my life and then it was like oh i still hate myself shit right. like what do I, I, can't d- <laughs> I can't drink that away i can't drink that away anymore yeah because that doesn't work well what am i gonna do and so i would eat bags of salami like potato chips oh yeah. and swiss cheese that and, was the best and, oh. and, but then you get oh. the,
1: the the toe
0: and yes, you get, the, you get the gout. You the, get the bacon toe, <laughs> as Kyle Kinane says. My bacon Ooh, toe was made of salami, so and nasty. it was my it was oh, <laughs> bacon Lord. toe and grundle rub. Come on! Man. No, I know. No, and it was it was awful. If anybody's ever had the gout, I I don't mean to make fun. I yeah. it is I would I not wish it, it on anybody. No, make it, it fun. is, no. it is no. one of the one of the worst pains. i've it's so specific and
1: ridiculous it's like ouch
0: yeah it's one of the worst pains i've experienced and i've i've inflicted a lot of pain on myself in the past and that was one of the worst ones um yeah don't get the gout just stay off the cured meats don't (laughs) eat too much cheese Easy on the beer, like if you're gonna drink, drink clear liquor. Oh and, Lord, oh, okay. You know, keep it just <laughs> fresh meats. Right. I'm just I'm just saying I can't tell you what to do. But it's Californian. We
1: got grass fed, happy mm-hmm. cows, and happy cheese. But in all things in moderation, supposedly, I don't mm-hmm. know I still I'm still not sure if that's the answer for me, but that's what I hear all the practitioners that i work with an acupuncturist a therapist and massage therapists and who who mentioned it often you're like oh that's an imbalance that's what's going on with you <laughs> <I'm> like oh <laughs> even though i mainly eat plants now and even though i work out you're like yeah you still have imbalances you sure. know and and i really feel like identifying weight gain In particular, weight gain that you don't want. Weight gain that I did not want as a child Mm -hmm. and as an adult. I didn't consciously want it. I mean, like I said, I believe there was a protective nature because of the intensity of the things that were going on as a kid. And it protected me from feeling that. Protected me from feeling my own strong emotions about it—rage and anger and sadness in particular—and it protected me physically. I thought from growing into a woman who would be touched, or in a way that I didn't want to be touched. I'm like, well, I don't want that. So here, to be I, seen as attractive, right? On some level. Mm-hmm.
0: Which there you are wanting people to like you, but also <laughs> right. not wanting to be attractive. Oh my it's God! Up.
1: Oh God! Yeah how do I do this? How do I maneuver this? Because yeah, I want to be pretty and attractive and and I want you to like me, but I don't want you to like me too much. I mean, that was a lot of my relationships. When I finally started dating, there was a complete push pull of, come here, come here, come here, stay away. Come here, come here, come here. I know what, I know how to get you to like me. Get away from me. It's horrible. (laughs) It's,
0: I can't imagine that person right like even now I just can't imagine that person
1: she she's a part of how I got to who I am today yeah and I'm grateful to her and I'm grateful to the fat and I'm grateful to the overweight I'm grateful to it all I really truly yeah it's like and I feel like doing this today with you is about sharing a process that it that I don't hear about I just don't hear about it a lot and
0: you just hear about regimens and workout routines and protein shakes and and,
1: and, yeah or or, you know what or people who gave up even you know people who try you know I think there's like a quite a few videos out on YouTube right now where people are like I tried being vegan for 30 days and here's what happened and then they went back to eating meat and mm -hmm. that was the end of the story and
0: I don't think any one particular lifestyle is going to fit everybody's no. needs and is no. going to be the solution and answer um, no. to everything for everyone. No. Um, <clears throat> you know, so it's again one of my favorite things that I hear constantly from all the people that you know inspire me is mm. take what resonates and discard the rest yeah. and just throw it away. Like it's yeah. fine if there's because yeah. I feel yeah. like. Whenever you're reading a book, whether it be something that is, um, whether it be the book of Alcoholics Anonymous or any other number of um, self-help or inspirational books or whatever. And I find people who have problems, like when I have a problem with alcohol and I go to read a book about it, And if I'm not open to the idea of changing and recovering and being better, then I'm just looking for loopholes so that I can throw the whole book away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking for like the one thing that disproves everything else and I'm like, (laughs) Well that's bullshit and just you can throw it in the river. Yeah. You know, instead of go
1: back to doing the thing that's horrible.
0: And exactly. And so, well, this mm-hmm. doesn't work for because it didn't work for this person. Or, oh, I can see what you're doing. Yeah. I don't trust you and you don't yeah. know. And yeah. and so like, just because I and that part of my psyche, that little voice in my head, yeah, I don't have to listen to him too much anymore. I mean, he's still there. Yes. He's like, wouldn't it be cool, man, if we could just go back? Yeah. Come on.
1: Like a beautiful mind. That's you're exactly like, how I think about it. It's like, it's, I think they asked him you know, well, what about the voices? Are they are they completely gone? And he's like, no, they're still there. I mm-hmm. just don't give them as much audience mm-hmm. in a sense. It's like, they're just chattering away. And for me, I have fun, I've been having fun with recently the voice that says, I don't wanna, which was a lot when I was, I finally, cause I had a lot of weight loss and weight gain up and down. And so when I was clear that I was working out, that's just what I was doing. But then when the I don't wanna came up, it was so strong, it would wipe out almost all of that. And there'd be whole weeks and whole months without any activity and depression that followed. Until lately, what's been going on is this cool thing where it's like, well, I don't really, it, it, cause it's very convincing. Like, well, I don't have to today and I could just do it tomorrow. And, I could, and I'm like, get your ass up, we're going. And then I'm like, oh okay we're going it's almost like this internal mother person uh, i like to call me ma sometimes mm-hmm. or my <laughs> internal ma um mama bear who's like no no we're going let's go and she's very loving and she's very kind and very clear that i hear you other voice we're going to do this
0: yeah
1: and it's like okay thanks for taking control bigger mom me because i'd rather just chill out and watch more british baking show <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i think you know and regardless of how anybody listening feels about um mm. jordan peterson because i know he can be a very divisive character jordan
1: peterson Remind you don't
0: know me. um he wrote that book lobster up Remember okay, that? so he wrote that me. book okay. I, was, I listened to that book when it came out and um, again, he can be a very divisive character. Okay. Um, yeah, which yeah. I you know you don't know a lot no. about him. Mm-mm. Apparently, you didn't know him no, by name. Clearly, <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> maybe people listening do.
0: But that I that idea of like be, act as as a person who needs to take care of you. You know, yeah. be you know act well, like your own parents. Parents. Yeah. Be a parent to yourself. I just think that that was a great point in that book. And that's um, wonderful. That you know, so would if you were a child, or if you were the parent of, of this child, would you let them right. leave their room this way? Would you let them right. eat this way? Would right. you let them sit around and watch right. TV all day? Would you not expect them to go to work on time, to do their homework, yeah, to sure. you know? Would you not take care of them so they can be the happiest, healthiest, best person in the world? And yeah. listen to that voice a little bit more.
1: Yeah, because I think so much of what you said about the other voice and then I know knowing me is there's this a uh, revolt or a fuck you to that well I don't have to it's like yeah of course nobody can make you that's true Rashida you don't have to and did you want to feel better did you want to feel the happy endorphins you know you feel when you go to the gym or did you want to just sit here and chill it's up to you but Mm -hmm. to know that at this point I mean I feel like that came with a lot of back and forth and a lot of finally going sugar in particular is not going to make me feel what I really want to feel which is good because it was such a, a a long time solution of temporary joy and to finally let that go and like, okay, well I'm going to need other joys people. I'm going to need other things to make me feel good. I'm like, okay, the gym sometimes. And sometimes eating out with you and sex and, you know, dancing, music. Oh uh, yeah. So being creative with that. No, I feel like, and that was a, another thing that I always think about with, um, addictive behavior in general. I, 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 I honor, you know, people who have that or who even consider themselves addicts because I believe that they deeply deserve or feel that they deserve to feel good and they get it. And as a former addict of sugar and, and someone who had behavioral addictions around food, I was just wanting to feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, and that's beautiful. That says so much about this child who was like, I'm just trying to cope. I was like, I deserve to feel good. And now as our own parent, you're not my parent. I'm my own parent, you know, and I get to say, yes, of course you do. Let me help you. Mm -hmm. It's still going to be your choice. You're 45 years old. You can choose whatever you want. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to choose to get up
0: but you, let me help you
1: but let me help you if you really want to because I know that's what would make you feel good
0: yeah, yeah. it's um it's also it's not just addiction like mm. we're, it's just it's, it's human behavior it's just well, we are we are intrinsically pleasure seeking creatures we look okay. for things that feel good okay. um and so, when we, when it's misguided, do you like that whistle? I love that whistle. I can't. <laughs> Sorry, when we're misguided. So it's misguided oftentimes in looking for drugs and alcohol and food and whatever else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we and we overdo it and then we right. pay the consequences. So I guess what I'm saying is, is it you don't have to be so hard on yourself and or it's it's giving your Addiction primacy that it doesn't deserve, (laughs) right? It's still there, and it's in a lot of times for me, it was still there and it was ruining and running my life Mm. absolutely running my life. (gasps) But, um, and then you, when you come out of that fog, when I come, when I came out of that fog, and I go, Well, I'm a human being, yeah, so I was, I'm flawed, so I am susceptible to these things, I just didn't know any better. And then, as I begin to learn, like and I can Once look back. Once you retro- do know better, correct? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I can look back, and you know, from hindsight, twenty twenty, of course. Yeah. But and then I go, oh, okay. But a lot of it is just human behavior, and it doesn't. It's not just. I don't know. I just feel like there's we're we're meant to find joy and pleasure yes, and happiness, I and that's I agree. There with are a that. lot of things in this world that are against us in trying to exploit wow. that. Um, yeah,
1: you and I might disagree on that.
0: I just I think that whether you know advertising and, and big corporations and people who want our money, are yeah. to, will, are, will always try to exploit your your pleasure centers. That's why social media is, is so Is it addictive. an
1: exploitation? I mean, that's a, I think this is a different conversation. Honestly,
0: um, I think
1: I think that's their job. That's their business. That's how well, they make. Not money. not everybody's
0: business model is is exploitation. I don't no, think.
1: I don't think so. <clears throat> And I don't, and I, and I also, I also don't lean that way because, and I feel like exploitation is such a strong word for people who have consciousness. We have an awareness at this point in twenty nineteen. Are you kidding? Of awareness <laughs> that is so much more than our parents did and their parents did.
0: I understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in terms of programmability or exploitative.
0: They start them very young. I mean, if you think about smartphones. We were started very young. Yeah, yeah. It's just gotten, they've gotten better and they've gotten better at it.
1: I think, but I don't think anybody's misguided about what's going on or like, oh, someone's taking my information. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Are you fucking kidding me at this point? (laughs) There was a, we'll see. We're getting off the subject. I know. We're getting off the subject
0: i understand and i would love to talk with that you further about yeah, we will advertising and yeah corporations my industry one, yes, one of my one, industries yes um so i think
1: yeah
0: what what, what what do you want to accomplish with this podcast? I guess is what I wanna I wanna
1: yeah
0: ask you and what we're trying to do here. You
1: say in general or today's in, in general. In general, I would love to reach people and share what our unique process is. My process is a forty five year old black woman who was you know three hundred twenty six pounds at her highest and is now two hundred and nine pounds. How did that happen? You know, exploring that, exploring and sharing honestly. So, someone who might either be interested in that aspect of of a human a human being's experience, you know, it can go and find it, and like, oh, well, there's there's that's what I'm looking for. I want to hear her experience, you know, because and and I I I want to include. You know, being a black woman, being my age, um, because I don't feel like it's, if I, if I Google that, I wonder if I'll find that. I don't know. I might, you know, I might be the first person to, but like I was Googling the plus size black women runners the mm-hmm. other day and I'm like, I found one, you know what I mean? So, and I feel like it's so powerful to to have a reflected experience, even Relatability. At, relatability. And even though it's- She's completely different from me, and yet I do relate, and I do see something in her, and it does make a difference to see someone who kind of sort of looks like me and who may have had similar experiences to me doing something I want to do, which is be healthier, yeah, so that's part of my and then sharing our shared uh, the fact that we approach health so differently.
0: Yes, we're not on the same program
1: at all at all and it's cool and and how we got there and like mm-hmm. how I tried to. You know, sort of manipulate you to do what I was doing at first, yes. and that didn't work, and that no. causes its own rifts and caused its own rifts mm-hmm. and issues, and so to be and then to share like the process of being a couple in health together. Yeah.
0: In health together. I, um, yeah, what about you? Well, it's just funny that you when you say that, you know, a 45-year-old black woman and finding <laughs> one person that, you know, when you Google that mm-hmm. uh, that runner. And I wonder then, if you
1: can find some white male runners. Well, I was going to say,
0: <laughs> recovering alcoholics in their early 40s. M- trying maybe to, one or two. <laughs> it was one or two, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah, so it's just it's just funny that it's a dime a dozen. I mean, I could rattle oh. off. I know two or three off the top of my head. But Yeah, I bet you do. um and you know those are those are just friends of mine. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's important. I think that I think the biggest thing is, I don't relate to somebody who, when I see the dude who's selling me the programs, who's ripped right. and he's in his twenties, right. and I see him all the time on yeah. YouTube, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to look at you, and I don't, you know, like. I get it. You don't have my experience. You don't have... And maybe he might. I don't fucking know. That's true. But when he has to tell me about what kind of body type I am and this, that, (laughs) and the other, and it's like, I don't need to click and buy the program, the book, whether it's free or whatever it is. Mm. And um, the people that I relate to are the people I see who are doing what I'm doing, who look like I do and and feel... Who are who are in the middle of it? Who are overweight? You know, I don't I don't crack jokes at the the fat dude who runs up and down my block. No. Like, I'm like, good for you, man. I'm get like, it. I need to catch up to you. I get excited for that kind of stuff, and I want to be like, right on, you know, like. And then I think, why am I not out there right now?
1: Okay. Because
0: this it's it's a fucking lifestyle. So are you going to go live it, or are you you know gonna go? I don't know. Not. Not Limit. So,
1: (laughs) you might be resting or you probably just got in the river.
0: Sure. But, but I mean, it's just that that, I guess mine is to just try to share it with people in hopes that they can feel as good as I do now if they're not feeling good. Right on. Today.
1: Right
0: on. So, you know, and I was 275 pounds six months ago or 272, I think was what the weight was. Yeah. 272 and change and I'm currently at 224 and I'm yeah. not done yeah. and I'm not yeah. I'm not happy I'm not with it either. and yeah. so I'm, I mean I'm happy with the with the yeah. progress I'm, right, but right. I'm not finished.
1: Right. And and then the concept of finished.
0: <laughs> what is finished? What
1: is finished? Okay, Cuz I feel like there's for both of us there's going to be actually quite a few next levels. Yeah. Even be, yeah
0: anyway I do but. know one thing that's finished yeah <laughs> I think
1: this, this podcast, podcast is maybe. finished what do you think yeah oh yay thank you thank you I love you I love you <laughs> thanks for listening to Rashida and John feel free to follow us on Twitter Instagram and Facebook all under the name Rashida and John got something to say? Hit us up at RashidaandJohn@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Peace.